it is that magical time of the week. Another journal entry from a fucked newbie trucker. This is the trials, trails, and tribulations of my career as a truck driver. Welcome to trucking life of a trucker who's a motherfucker of your mama's bad ass. Welcome to trucking life of a trucker who's a motherfucker with a big fat ass dick. So please sit back and enjoy the podcast. It is just a snack and never gets old fast. Welcome to week 26, my little cock ticklers. That's right, you all are my little cock ticklers. Well, you, you don't have to be, but if I wasn't truck driving and doing this career right now, I would probably take a profession in cock tickling. I would be the best damn cock tickler in the world. I would tickle those cocks until until you you came straight in your face and I don't know I I ran out of it I I have I can't I can't run that joke anymore. <laughs> it it was starting out great but I wasn't sure where I was going to end that one. But yeah, if you want me to kickle kickle <laughs> If you want me to kickle your cock. <laughs> the 1-800 talk ticklers. And don't actually dial that number because you never know it might actually it might actually call somebody. <laughs> oh my goodness! So what is today? Uh, today is August tenth, twenty nineteen. I started on a Tuesday. Well, kinda, because my last week I got home late, late, late Saturday night. So they asked me, well, when do you want to go out again? And I said, well, let's go out late, late Monday night. You know, because I want to I wanna run during the night. It's much nicer to run at night. The traffic is lower, much easier to find parking. Because running late afternoon like it was that previous week, eh, it was not really that fun. I mean, I survived. I survived. I guess, uh... Not all that made it into the podcast, but yeah, finding parking was difficult. However, I can't remember what day last week, but I actually did my first back into a dock. Zero pull-ups. I 90'd that bitch perfectly into the dock. Now, will that ever happen again? I I don't think so. I don't, you know, at least not anytime soon. Now, if I can get, like, do it again... And to do it like two times in a row, then then we've got something going. That's that's how I got to break this record. Okay, so now I finally did one without a pull up. It finally happened on week twenty five. Now I've got to make it happen again, but I got to do it two times in a row. So that's the next achievement to unlock. We're backing into a dock. It doesn't count for parking spaces because there's always space. You know, you got that dock. You got to get it in there just right. I don't know if it was just luck or I'm I'm good at what I'm doing. We're just we're gonna go with luck on that one because that's that's probably what it was. It was just pure pure luck, pure luck. So I got to the Gary Terminal at about 
11 o'clock, yeah, about 11 o'clock last night, I was picking up a relay, and of course, it wasn't there yet. As a matter of fact, they dropped the trailer, I hooked up to the trailer, and then I went to the front office to go pick up my paperwork, and they were just dropping it off there, putting the envelope into the relay board, and I'm like, yep, that's it, that's the one I'm looking for, I'm taking that, and uh, that's my load. I'm waiting for it, i got to get it going, because it's got to be in Cincinnati by 6.30. And I barely, barely have enough time. I can probably do it and get it there by 6. That was my, my goal. You know, at least be 30 minutes ahead of schedule. However, I get to Indianapolis. And Indianapolis decides, oh, um, we know you're trying to go to I-74, but currently um, the interstate to get there is going to be closed from I-70 to I-65. And of course, I-74 is like in the middle of that to get over to it. I'm like, doggone it. Now, the detour wanted me to go back on 70 West. I'm like, nah, screw it. I'm going to go on 70 East and just see what the uh, what the GPS um, routes me to. Of course, it routes me um, differently onto, a, I think it was Indiana 9? A little backwards, of course, an old backwards highway. It's kind of nice to get off the main road and do a little back road driving, a little less traffic in the middle of the night. Well, kind of in the middle of the night at this point. I think it was about 4 in the morning. Of course, now I'm in Eastern Time. So that little detour uh, really, really messed me up. And then I finally I finally get to the I finally get to the customer, get ready to deliver. And I, I got this one street I got it left to get to my customer. Now, I don't know what it was about this street, but all the trucks that seem to be coming from the facility further down uh, the street, because they're low on time, they were overnight parking on both sides of this street. I barely, we're talking barely fit between the trucks. I almost thought I was going to take out a mirror today. I thought somebody was going to get their mirror taken out. Now, I get it, but... You can't find parking, but see, I needed to get to the facility I was going at, and all of you are in my way. You know, normally this road can hold, you know, it doesn't really have parking. There's even signs there that say, no parking, because it's just one of those roads. There's just enough space for, you know, two cars, two passenger cars, to fit one going each opposite direction. There's no parking, so you got one truck sitting on one side and one on the other, and you create this small little tunnel there. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe a little bit wider. Maybe you could fit, like, three cars. Cause, yeah, because if, if we can fit three trucks in there, yeah, it'd probably be out. Perfectly three truck, semi-trucks wide. Because I barely fit in there. Ooh. I just took it slow, moved in there real, real quietly, crept in there. I should have just kept blowing my air horn to wake everyone up that was sleeping there just to be a dick. Trust me, the idea was in my head, and I almost did it. <sighs> Luckily, they weren't parked enough to where they were blocking the driveway to this place. Otherwise, I would have been blowing that air horn as loud as I can until one of them motherfuckers moved. Oh, yeah. So I made it to the customer right about 6... 27. Oh, yeah. Three minutes to spare. Made it there for appointment time. 
Now, sat around there for about two hours. Didn't have a pre-plan yet. Normally there's a pre-plan just before I arrive to a customer, but not this time. So I'm sitting there going, oh, hopefully they get me something. And finally my fleet manager sends me a message. Hey, are they unloading yet? And I'm like, yeah, they're done. Okay, we'll see what they can find. Okay, well, head on up to uh, Dayton, Ohio. I didn't even know we had a drop yard in Dayton, Ohio. It's kind of a little bit hidden. It's a small little drop yard. So I discovered a new little place in the future. If I'm ever desperate for some night parking, I now know where to find it in the Dayton area. Hmm. Won't be having to hang around those abandoned Kmarts anymore, huh? Yeah. I think that's where that was, huh? Wasn't it? Yeah. All I know, I just, it just, I won't do any Walmart parking. Nope, 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 nope. Not, that's not safe nowadays anymore. No Walmart parking for me. I mean, well, that it was just an instant. It, I'm not going to get into that. I'm not going to get into that. <sighs> no, no. And this one's going to Danville, Kentucky. You there at 1400. 1400. However, I had enough time on my clock and 30 minutes to spare to make it there. I was like, okay, cool. I can spend the night there. Because my next pre plan is going to be also picked up from the same location. I don't know how this next one's going to work. It's really a bizarre and weird one. I'll explain that in a minute. I'm kind of excited for it, but I don't know because it's. Unknown territory for me. Completely unknown. However, when I picked up this load, I go to the weigh station. I'm like, well, this feels a little heavy in the ass end. So I go to check it. Oh, yeah, they must have drove this. When they when they got this uh, load loaded, they must have never have scaled this load. Because when I got to the, uh, to the uh, scale, it was on the, on the trailer axle 34,600 and 10. Okay. So they drove it around a little bit illegal there. I had to adjust my tandems. Basically questionable on what we call the D-line, uh, D-line or D-number that they uh, have on here. So I had to adjust it back there to a questionable legal position on that D. So I was a little nervous going past the way station. Uh, the pre-pass said, all right, you're good to go. Get the hell out of here. So I'm like, okay, cool. But what held me up and only got me, let's see, I'm about still 66 miles away from the, the customer. So I didn't make any, any real good mileage here. Still an hour and 19 minutes away. So how did I get an hour and 19 minutes behind? First of all, Cincinnati. <sighs> you ought to drive a little bit safer because when you wreck your cars and hold up traffic, that's not fun for us truckers. So there was that, yeah. Um, some people thought it would be fun to get into a wreck and hold up traffic through Cincinnati. Then I got out of Cincinnati heading south towards, what am I heading towards, Lexington. And oh my God. I mean, I've driven this stretch of road before, but I have never seen the traffic this bad on the southbound. Northbound, it, it looked beautiful over there. They were just smooth sailing over there. But no, it was so congested. It wasn't bumper to bumper stopping. It was like going from 
you'd get up to like 55 miles an hour, then traffic it would get down to 35, then up to, up to 45 miles an hour, then back down to 35 again. Oh, now we're back up to 55. Oh, now we're back down to 45. Oh, maybe now we're going to go down to 35 a little bit again. And it kept doing this. All, this is when I decided, oh boy, I'm not going to be able to make it all the way. And of course, my Grand McNally, what's neat about it is I can see where the truck stops are. And I'm like, well, I'll pick the last possible truck stop I can hit before I get there. And of course, it happens to be 66 miles away. Now, there is a truck stop called the Bluegrass Truck Stop in the town I was going to. But unfortunately, I wasn't going to make it that far. I figured, well, if it like, can get to the right town... You know, I would be out of clock, so I couldn't do any on-duty, you know, drop and hook or any of that. But, you know, at least I can, you know, yeah, rest and then do it in the morning. Well, I guess I'm going to do that in the morning. So, yeah, track it, track it, track it fucked me today. Yep, that track it just totally screwed me. But, on a good, positive note, I mean, that's pretty good. Well, about a little over 400 miles for the day. Now here, here, here is, I don't know. Fleet manager sent me a message, and I'm still trying to figure out how to respond to this. Are you okay with the next pre-plan? Good miles, but it is up to you. And I don't know. I don't know. Here's the pre-plan. When I get to the place I'm at tomorrow, I'm, am I relaying this load or taking it from this place? Looks like I'm taking it from this place. I'm taking a load from there, and I'm going all the way up to, says, East Hartford, Connecticut, 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 is that how you say it? I, I think I said it wrong the first time, I I apologize for that, and I'm, you know how I am with the, with the maps, map names, I'm horrible, I'm horrible, but Miles 896 miles. And that means in order to get back to Gary, there's another easy 1,000 miles there. Okay, well, I'd be stupid not to turn it down, although looking at the uh, at the map, I'd be going through like New York City. I'm going into places that are just almost look pure chaotic way out of my element. I haven't... I think our tra- when I was with my trainer, we went through that area, but he did all the driving there. I didn't actually drive in that area. So I don't know what to expect. Oh, okay, what is this? Um, you may have noticed a new icon on your driver tech device called Drive Ways. This icon is some... Something we are testing for a possibly new way station bypass. Huh. This icon is not active at this time, so when you see the icon appear, you will not need to do anything at this time. Any questions? Oh, okay. We're getting new features, but I don't I don't see any icon on my home screen, so I guess I'm not in the beta program. But yeah. That's where I'm sitting. I haven't responded to the message yet to the fleet manager. Part of me is like, say, just go for it. New adventure. I mean, I've I've been seeing the same tri-state area 
for a long time now. So put me in a new territory. Get me uh get me scared a little bit. Yeah. So should I? Should I do it? Should I stay or should I go? I guess uh I guess all of you are gonna have to stay tuned until the next segment. Yeah. Cause right now I'm gonna get some rest and tickle my cock. September 11th, 2019. We never, never forget. We never forget. It's Patriots Day here in the United States of America. I can't believe it's been that long. Wow. Not sure on exactly how many years, but I remember that day. How it changed everything. Now, I know a lot of people out there think that terrorists did it. There's some people that think the government, it was an inside job, did it. But whatever. Lives were lost. And it was a day that changed American history forever. Changed the hearts of Americans forever. For those of you who are probably too young to remember or only know it in your history books or some of us we lived it so let's take a moment take a moment and remember the ones who lost their lives and the service workers that lost their lives and the service workers that are continue to protect our freedoms to this day so that a tragic event like that will never happen again. <sighs> okay. All right. Now now can I go ahead and bitch about my first world problems now? <laughs> okay. Let me bitch about my first world problems. My first world problem of today is Dane, Kentucky... Um, do you have to, in the middle of the night, now, now granted, I left the truck stop this morning, headed to go get my delivery, and I was picking up from the same place, but however, it's like two in the morning, I'm guessing maybe these people were drunk, I'm not even sure, but they're walking, this couple was walking on the interstate, just jotting down like, they weren't even hitchhiking or anything. They're just jotting on down the road. And then as I'm leaving the shipper after I pick up my load, guess what? Oh, there's there's a, there's just this random guy. He's just do-do-do-do-do walking down the interstate. I guess, I guess that's a thing in Kentucky. And then I got on the actual main, out of, I guess, what do you call main interstate, sub-interstate, whatever. I'm going through the, what's it, Appalachians Mountains. There in eastern Kentucky and of course it's about four in the morning it's dark however I come turning around a corner I'm going downhill and the scary thing I ever saw was this dude just hitchhiking yeah he had to stumble out was walking down there but I'm thinking my god the wind or a wrong turn I mean it was it was that quick. It was just like I turn, there he is. I, you know, can't see him down my lights. You know, 
shined up on him. And it surprised me, you know, if I would have seen him a little bit sooner. Or if even I was wearing something like a safety vest, something that was reflective. If you're at least going to do something like that, just like the other people walking down the interstate, wear a safety vest. Put something on that's reflective, you know. Because people are traveling fast up there. And that would help them see, them, see you a little bit sooner. You know. Because that's some scary stuff. People hanging out on the side of the interstate. Now, that's just, that's just stupid. To me, I wouldn't do that. Even if I was a hitchhiker, I would at least, like, go hang out around a truck stop or hang around a gas station or some type of travel center or a rest area. I wouldn't be jotting around the interstate, you know, hang around to people where people are more likely, it's easier for them to stop because they already stopped there, right? That's just uh, my logic. If you're going to walk or hitchhike or do anything like that, don't be stupid. Try to stay off the roadways. And if you really, really have to, um, have some type of reflective clothing on so you can be seen. Or do it during the day. Of course, then again, it might be too hot. I don't know. I just don't understand the reasoning behind it. Whatever their reasonings were, maybe the other people, they were walking back from the bar, they're drunk, and so they're walking, you know, the hitchhiker... Be careful, dude. Unless, unless, he, unless he was already in somebody's vehicle, and he probably did something to piss him off, because how the hell do you get abandoned? And it's not like we're close to any towns or anything here, so that would be a long walk for him to even get to where he was, up in the mountains, unless somebody kicked him out of the vehicle. Maybe, maybe he pissed off his wife, and she kicked him out on the way home. Or he was already hitchhiking with somebody else, and the situation went wrong, and he got kicked out of the car. You just never know. And plus, I, I don't even know if I'd ever, ever pick up a hitchhiker unless it was somebody I knew. But then again, I guess it's no daring than getting an Uber, right? I don't know. It's such an old thing nowadays. It's just, you don't you don't see that often. You just don't see hitchhikers that often. You just don't. So the big highlight of today, holy hills, man. So when I left the shipper, I went on, I believe it was I-64 to I-77 over to I-68. I'm taking kind of the southern route. I've never, I don't think I've ever been on these particular stretches of highway. So new lands, new lands, yay. And I thought, well, maybe I can make it to my field stop, you know, out of this 800 and some odd miles. No, I still have about 450 to go. Let's see, where did I end up here today? I meant to write that down. It's kind of funny because I was just looking at it while I was in the McDonald's getting a McFlurry because it's so fucking hot. I needed something to cool me down. Yeah. It is called... No, don't zoom in that fast. I don't want to be right on the location. I want to see some of the map. Cumberland. Cumberland, uh... Is it Massachusetts? Maryland, Maryland. Oh, we're not close to Massachusetts. Ma- Fuck, man. If I ever was to be, like, a geologist or some shit, and I had to memorize all these fucking names of towns and layers of earth and all this other stuff, I would totally have it all fucked up. Because I can't even pronounce the name... Oh, I got Gary. I can I can pronounce the name of the place that, you know, the main terminal's at. Unless it's Gay. 
Gate Gavy. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, we're I'm <laughs> there for the night. But getting here. Oh my god. Yeah, I went through West Virginia, Kentucky. Yeah, went through Kentucky, then West Virginia. But holy shit, man. This route, at least before when I go to it, you know, you hit the end of Ohio and you do a little bit of Pennsylvania, usually where I'm at, and do that little stretch of the Appalachians. It doesn't seem that bad until you go this route. Because the way this route goes, it's pretty much, yes, it looks like, yeah, looking here at Google Earth um, view, I'm basically traveling along, you know, in the middle of the mountain range, going up it. Not up it, but not instead of going through it, I'm traveling along with it. Would that be the proper terminology? We're just going to go with it. <laughs> We're just going to go with it. But, and I ain't even really that heavy. The load I'm carrying is only 35,000 pounds. And the and it's and it's struggling. It's just struggling. For one, um, for one, I understand these uh, trucks that we're driving, not only are they, like, governed, but they are, uh, they're also torque-restricted. Now, it's all fine and dandy when you're on flight land, but when you're traveling these mountains, downshifting doesn't do you damn good. Because you downshift, and then all of a sudden, the torque restriction kicks in, and it'll let you start, you know, you know, the truck will start getting torque. It's right about, I would say about 1,300 RPMs is where you know, because when you go down and shift down into, you know, into a lower gear as you're going up the hill, it, you know, it doesn't, you don't hear their, you just hear, then it hits about that 1,300, then it just stops there, then slowly falls, because there's no, there's no torque. I need that upper range from about the 1,300 to about the 1,500, maybe a little bit of 1,600 in there to really get going up the hill, you know, that, that makes sense, right? But because of that torque restriction, it makes shifting the gear to a lower gear to get up a hill. And sometimes I even I was kind of screwing around with it. Um, basically, had the the best place to sometimes sit was in seventh or eighth gear, depending on the hill, and just hold the pedal to the floor, and it would try the best it could. Because if you tried to downshift, okay, you downshift from, you know, you're going from 10 down to 9, and then all of a sudden, because that torque restriction, it goes down, and then it finally hits a point where it can finally start going again. And, of course, because you're going uphill, it's already falling down down the tack. So you're trying to catch another. You're trying to go down to 8, then it's doing the same pattern. You can end up all, actually, you can end up all the way down to 6 gear, and it's just it just doesn't have any torque. It's just not there to make it up the hill. So... I, I, I try to find a strategy for it, but if you try to downshift to get more power, it just doesn't work with uh, the torque restriction, you know. It just basically ends up, you know, screwing yourself more. Uh, so it's best to hang around the, um, I would say about 8th and ninth gear. 8th, if you really want to push it, you know, and just hold it to the floor and pray for the best. Then I got my experience. There was, just before I got here... I almost didn't even think, because I put this into the uh, GBS and, oh, when I get to this truck stop, I should ha- have at least 45 minutes left. No, I barely made it here with any time to spare, because going slow and sometimes doing 25 miles an hour up a hill, I'm just not making any good time. It's just like that last, it would say about the last 30 miles before I got here to this Loves, was hor- I think it took me about an hour. It was insane. You know... I can go through traffic faster than that, man. The traffic was fine. 
just the damn hills. They were kicking my ass. And then, you know, the trucks that are not torque-restricted here, you got Mr. Flatbed over here. You know, he's loaded to the max of his 80,000, and he's just jamming up the hill like there's nothing. It's like, damn, dude. You got the power. I got the power. Ooh, yeah. I got the power. Snap. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. No, okay. Okay, I'll stop right there. <sighs> there. There's my... There's my typical sigh. I'm going to put that on a t-shirt if I ever sell merchandise. One of them would be, I should have put it on airplane mode. And then the other one's going to be, ah, just a sigh. <laughs> if, if I ever made merchandise. That, that's what I would do. Yeah, that's funny. Would that be on the, on the hat or the coffee cup? I think the, the sigh should be on the coffee cup. Okay. <laughs> Then these uh, guys who are uh, doing a wide load, they had, like, swimming pools. They took up two damn lanes, man. Holy crap. I thought I was going to get pushed off the fucking road. It was like, holy shit, man. This is crazy. This is local. I don't know. This, you know. Oh, my goodness. But it was cool. At least somebody's getting a cool new toy. Whoever's getting a new swimming pool. You lucky son of a bitch. Because it's hotter than hell. Back in Hotsville. It's kind of like it was cooling down there for a while. And I think the yes, of course, I think the terminology, depending on where you at, where I'm from, they call this Indian summer, where you know you can feel the fall coming, it cools down, then all of a sudden, it shoots up really, really hot for about a week or two in September, and then after that, no more heat. But holy crap, I'm sweating balls again. For a while there, I'm like, oh, it's cooling down again, and now I'm back to sweating balls. Ugh, I just hate it. I would rather be cold than super hot. I don't mind the heat. I just don't like heat, humidity. You know, I'm, I'm from the West, you know. It gets hot, but there's no humidity. So you don't, you don't sweat like a stuffed pig just by sitting. Like right now, I'm sitting and I'm sweating. Yuck. Ugh. Gross. Gross, gross, gross. I'm trying to think if there's... Any other point I was trying to trying to make there, I think I was going on about something else, and I got sidetracked, and now I don't remember if I was trying to hit a point or not. And I always hate it when uh, I hear it on other podcasts where they're ter- trying to tell you something, and they get distracted by it, then they never come back to that subject again. Well, I think I just did that. <laughs> but I did have me a McFlurry. I had my leftovers from the weekend. I had some barbecue ribs. Mmm, mmm, mmm. Ate up them ribs and went inside. Got me uh, some ice cream. And now I'm just going to do this. Go to sleep. Wake up. I'm not even going to... I want to take a shower here because we get free showers at Love's. However, I'm not going to do it until an hour before I have to leave because I want to you know, be all yucky and it's best to... I want to have a fresh shower then drive, if that makes sense. Hopefully I get up early enough and uh, don't miss out on it or I'll be pissed at myself. So tomorrow, yeah, and if you haven't figured it out, yes, I did accept the uh, the load for the East Hartford, Connecticut. Although, I don't know if I would ever do a run like this again, because going 25 miles an hour up a hill sure defeats the purpose of all those miles if you can't get them all. I don't know. We'll see how I feel about this tomorrow. I'm supposed to be at the... Uh, 
the customer at 8 a.m. in the morning. According to the GPS, I should be there at 6 a.m. in the morning. But from the looks of uh, Google Earth, I have a lot more Appalachians. I'm still going to follow the mountains pretty much up the rest of the way, so it's going to be questionable. However, I do know the customer allows overnight parking because I'm probably going to end up you end up using all my drive time to get there tomorrow, to get unloaded. Should be interesting to see what I get to get the hell out of there. But yeah, I am uh, I am going to go uh, sit here and sweat my balls off. Get the air conditioning on, and uh, maybe uh, maybe uh, tickle my cock a little bit. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, now that joke's just gotten too old for this episode. Just gotten too old. We'll see you tomorrow. Happy Patriots Day. August 12th. 2019, the day, well, not really the day, it happened last night after I finished recording and I laid down. I laid down and I thought, am I moving? Am I moving? So I decided to look at my mirror and the guy who's trying to get into the pull-through slot right next to me on my passenger side, his bulkhead is tapping my trailer. Oh boy. And then he notices me. We lock eyes like we're having a romantic moment. And then he jots out of that little spot as fast as he can and gets the hell out of there as fast as he can. He was gone down that road faster than a uh, faster than a than a rapist who just got done uh screwing a chicken and got caught. And that made absolutely no sense, but that that's that's what it was like. So I go out, take a look, and yeah, he scratched the paint a little bit. He didn't dent anything, he just scratched the paint a little bit. But still, you could have like said, hey, I'm sorry man, or said something. You had the chicken shit out of there. Maybe he thought it was worse than what it really was. <sighs> yep, there's, there's my classic sigh. There's my classic sigh. So I had a, not really a hit and run, it was a scratch and run. Uh, he turned into that uh, pull through a little bit rough, but I mean, he could have, you know, he was doing fine, but still, it was the uh, the whole moral of the whole aspect that he chicken shit out of there. I mean, he ran like a chicken, like I was about to fuck it. You know, I'm 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 I'm, I'm pulling down my pants. I got my dick out. I'm ready to fuck this chicken. And this chicken's just booking it. That was that was that was how that situation was going. oh man funny stuff funny stuff but luckily no no major what i say major damage just a a little scratch but still it's the whole moral of the thing man just fess up to what you did you know you did it um you were even caught you know and you had to you had to run like a little freak then I uh, finally got down the road, got out of that truck stop. It was about one hour to midnight, 11 o'clock Eastern Time. For the first uh, three hours of the trip, still in the Appalachian Mountains. Fuck, man, they're banging the fuck out of that trailer. And didn't make much time. I thought, oh, I'm going to be able to be 
According to the time I calculated, I should be at my appointment an hour early. Well, still fighting with those slow-ass mountains to get through there. Finally, uh, it did let, get let up a little bit about halfway through the trip. It finally became decent about the time I got to my fuel stop. Um, when I got to my fuel stop, of course, I had to take a 30. Now, trying to take your 30 in the middle of the night is a pain in the ass. I get to the the fuel stop. I fuel up my truck, get it full of full of fuel, and of course I pull up and start my thirty. You now the guy behind me, he was another rail driver, so we just you know started chatting a little bit and was able to kill about uh, seventeen minutes. I still needed to waste about you know was it thirteen? I'm doing the math there. I can't think, can't remember. It was about seven. And uh, I'm like, shoot, what am I gonna do? Well, our uh, electronic logbooks aren't on the new system yet, so we can kind of creep around. So what I did, because it was a little busy, this is kind of cryptic, is I crept around and got back into the fuel line that was going into the fuel islands. I figured, well, I'll just sit in this line, and hopefully by the time I get through it, um, my break was up. And you know what? I don't know how it worked out, but it worked out perfectly. I only sat waiting for a guy to get out of the the fuel line for two extra minutes. So I got my... My 30-minute break, well, 32-minute break, and was able to head on down the road. I was kind of worried that the guy in the fuel line before me was going to take his sweet time to get the hell out of there. But luckily, it worked out. So I had to kind of play a little play a little game there to get my 30. When we go on the new system in December, I'm not going to be able to pull that off anymore. It's going to be, I don't know how we're going to pull some of this stuff off because that being able to creep around is really, really helps us. In, in rough situations, especially like what happened today, you know. So I left the fuel stop, started heading on down the road, and then I had one of those moments of, it was raining, it was raining pretty decently, so it was a lot of water on the road, and, you know, hydroplaning, the danger of hydroplaning was there very dangerously. And about, I would say about maybe 5, 10 miles down the road, I'm not entirely sure. In the the traffic starts stopping, slowing down, because somebody got in a wreck. It was a a UPS truck, a double, flipped completely upside down in the medium. Yeah, he was completely upside down, tires in the air. People are not getting their Amazon order that day. Oh, man. And it's a wake-up call, because like, you see this rain, you see this bad weather, slow the fuck down. Because it's kind of funny. A lot of times when I see these UPS drivers, they're they're just flooring it down to the to where their governor can't go anymore, and then they go past you, and you can see their trailer swaying around as they're they're trying to get around you. So I, I've seen this before, and I guess he was probably doing that somewhere. And with the the wet conditions, he probably high over planes, fl- slipped and flipped that baby over. I mean, he must have been flying because, like I said, it was up on it was it was it was parked on its roof, tires in the air, straight up. It's one of those things saying, yep, slow it down, man. It's not worth your life. It's not worth anybody else's life. If you're on a time schedule, fuck it. Fuck the time. Fuck it. It's not worth your life. It's just not. It's just not. (sighs) No matter how much your company may push you, punish you, fuck it. It's not worth your life, dude. It's just not worth your life or anybody else's. That's just how I look at it, and that's how I'm going to stay looking at it. Um, customer, 
is last on the priority list, and safety is first on that priority list. You see where I'm going there? Yeah, exactly. They're just going to have to suck it up with late, right? And speaking of being late, yep. Uh, get to Hartford, Connecticut, Connecticut, Connecticut. Uh, sorry, I'm trying to trying to pronounce it correctly. And the traffic, I get about 20 miles away. I'm like, oh, I'm doing good. I'm gonna make it right. I was gonna make it there right on time, right on time by the calculations. And then I hit the traffic. Of course, I should have figured with an 8 a.m. appointment, yeah, I should have known traffic was going to be a fucking issue. I should have known that from the start. I knew this was going to be a problem. I knew it. I just knew it. So I crawled my way all the way up to the customer and got there an hour late. Oh, oh, oh. Well, shoot. I still had about three and a half hours left on my 14 and an hour and a half left on my 11. I'm like, well, if they get me unloaded quick, I can go to my next shipper, which is in Farmington, because I already got my next pre-plan, and go get loaded there. They allowed it overnight parking and just chill there until I can, you know, leave in the evening. Well, they took that entire 14 of what was left to get me unloaded. Matter of fact, when they got done, my clock was down to nine minutes. Wah, wah, wah. Now, luckily, I did look at it. I was already planning on it before I got the pre-plan because I didn't know I was going to be going to Farmington, Connecticut. Uh, yeah, this load's going from Farmington, Connecticut to Fitchburg, Wisconsin. Like 1,500 miles, something like that. Insane miles, man. Insane miles. I just got to make sure to get it delivered on Saturday. Oh, I get my paperwork submitted so I get these miles because... Probably my last load because of how screwy now my weeks are. When I get my last load, that's not going to get back probably to Gary until Sunday morning, and I won't be able to claim those a couple of hundred miles or whatever it is. But I want these two big ones to be on on this week. You know, that way it's a really good week. I'm clicking and clicking and clicking. Listen to the bugs out there. So I made the decision. I was like, well, I'm already here. I'm already, you know, a sleeper berth and already spent three and a half hours on my 10-hour reset. Might as well, you know, finish it out, and then I can get a even earlier start about what was it, 8 o'clock. Yeah, about 8 o'clock I'd be able to roll on out of there, 8 p.m. or 2000, get on out of there. And that's what I did. That's what I did. So now I just... I'm getting live loaded here in the Farmington uh, location. That's what you hear back there, banging the fuck out of my trailer. Man, it sounds like ripping the fucking thing apart. Scratching the inside, scratching the inside. And hopefully they get me out of here. Yeah, I got plenty of time on the 14, but like I said, I don't want to burn too much of that. I have 10 hours and 27 minutes on my 11, because once I get out of here, I'm going to go scale this load real quick, get some coffee, and then hammer down, hammer down, hammer down back west. Get as many miles done today as I possibly can. That's my goal. That's my goal. Cool. Cool beans. I mean, interesting day. Interesting day.
Ah, but listen to this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful night. Minus, minus the banging. Yeah, minus the banging. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wrap it up for now. You all have fun, and uh, next time uh, somebody uh, tries to, uh, you know, run away in a truck stop, go chase them with your cock. Out. There's something spooky going on about. It's August, Friday 13th, 2019. I was a little I was a little scared to be working today, but I'm not superstitious. This is the kind of day I would go and buy a lotto ticket. However, I not got nowhere I stopped sold you know powerball you know so i guess that that was my unlucky situation is i normally buy a lotto ticket on friday the 13th whether or not that helps my chances i don't know or would you say i'm lucky for not winning <laughs> it doesn't make any sense right don't even try to make sense of it but <clears throat> you got to you got to play on it somehow <gasps> right? <clears throat> Dang it. <clears throat> ah, gotta love the throat. The air. What do you, what do I want to call that? <laughs> I don't know what to call it. Mm. Ah. So, it was nice to fly. To be free as the fucking eagle through the sky of freedom through Pennsylvania. Yeah, that's what it felt like. Turned out my load was a lot lighter than I thought it was going to be. Only 19,000 pounds. And I'm like, sweet, nice. I took advantage of that for sure. I flew up those hills. I flew past other drivers. I was owning that fucking road. Especially after when I was going up there and struggling just to barely do 25. I mean, the worst case scenario, if I did struggle, I got down to 55. And that was that was the slowest as I got. But it seems like uh, the hill, maybe it's just me, maybe the the mountains on I-80, which is what I took coming um, coming west, weren't as intimidating as the other highway was, which I don't remember what it was now. Uh, I'm not going to look it up. <clears throat> so <clears throat> I was very, very happy to, to be moving, not standing still pretty much. It just felt good. So after flying all night, well, kind of all night, because I got out of there after I checked in, it was still uh, Thursday. So now I drove all Friday, pretty much all Friday morning. Got to a service station in Ohio on the Ohio Turnpike at around 7.30 a.m. in the morning. Damn it, I should have put it on fucking airplane mode. Oh, God damn it. Ah, oh, really? Okay, whatever. It was the wife. When are you coming home? When are you coming home? I'll text her back and explain that I'm on my way home as soon as this 10 hours is up. Okay. So I get to the, uh, the service plaza. I go and take a shower. And I start to sleep, and then I get my pre-plans. 
<clears throat> I get two free plans. And each one of them was almost for 400 miles each, sending me down from after I dropped this load in Fitchburg, Wisconsin. And then I'm going to take it, go down to grab another load, and then go down to East St. Louis, then back up here to Wisconsin again. And I look at my... I travel check and said, well, shouldn't I be going home after this load? You know, it's, it's normally what would, what would go on, right? And I look, well, let's see what I got on my 70. Maybe I can pull it off, get the extra miles. Look at my 70. Oh, I have 24 hours left. But after I finish delivering the load I'm on, I'm going to end the, end the day with only 12 hours. So those next two pre-plans wouldn't even work. Heck, I'd be stuck in the middle of it and somewhere in mid-Illinois and then I have to do a 30, 34, and then I sent a me- uh, message to my family. I'm like, there's not enough time on my 70. I'm only going to have 12 hours after I'm done with this load. You know, home load. Like, all right, I'll cancel the loads. I'll finally get a pre-planned cancellation and finally get a new one. Or after I drop, because <clears throat> it was dropping, this is dropping hook. Uh, get Picking up in Jansonville, Wisconsin, relaying it off into Gary saturday night so i was like oh okay at least now i'm getting home on on the normal day i normally get home on saturday usually saturday morning or saturday afternoon this time i'm going to be saturday evening except i want to get there soon enough so i still enough time to you know buy some brewskis because the liquor store closes at 11 see how i'm i'm I'm, I'm scheduling everything out just the way i need it right So yeah, bad pre-planning. I don't know what the planners were thinking. They probably thought I had unlimited time or something. And one of them had an appointment on it, so even if I did get stuck with a 34, it wouldn't have worked for them. (laughs) Uh, And then driving through Ohio. Ohio has construction every 10 miles, I swear. At least right now. It seems to be getting worse and worse every time I go through there on the uh, Ohio Turnpike. It seems like they're always adding new new construction areas. Everything's under construction. It's almost to the point where the entire Ohio Turnpike's on construction. Then you get to Indiana, and it's like nothing. It was like smooth sounds. Like, oh. So I get to <clears throat> uh, Fitchburg, Wisconsin, drop and hook. You know, it was one of those ones I didn't even have to check in. I just had to leave the paperwork on the trailer. So I just drop it, pick Mampty, and head on over here. I'm like, can I, can I do this? Can I fucking do this? Because I was like, my goal was to actually come here, pick up the, pick up this load, and then at least get to a truck stop and then finish out the rest of the day tomorrow. However, I got here, 22 minutes left on the clock, so not enough time to get to a truck stop. But however, I already knew from the, from the pre-plan that they allowed overnight parking here. So I'm just like, all right, once I go into customer loading and unloading, I start my 10, so... Right now it's 16:39, and I get out of here at 17:30, and then it's a three-hour drive back to Gary. So it's pretty much seven, eight, nine, ten. As long as I can get out of the Gary terminal by 10, then it's 30 minutes to drive to the liquor store. Now where I'm going to be? Should probably tell the wife to maybe pick up some dinner or something. Because I don't know how my weekend's going to go, but I guess I can barbecue and do stuff tomorrow night. Tomorrow's Sunday? Yeah, tomorrow's Sunday. I'm losing track of the days, man. I'm losing track of the fucking days. So that's the plan, my man. So now that's what I'm doing. I got here, um, got live live loaded, and then uh, 
just kind of went to the parking area here across from the docks and just been finishing up the rest of my tent and just got some sleep done, ate some apples uh, for breakfast and dinner or whatever you want to call it the opposite way around because I'm pretty much almost out of food in this truck. I got some tuna fish, some cereal, but no milk. I do have some cup of noodles, but I don't want it. I don't even know why I got those because I only eat those unless I'm completely desperate. So they, they've been sitting up. I think one of them has been sitting up there since I started working uh, with this company. Because I bought like three of them and it's down to one. Because there's a couple of times where you get in a situation like this where I'm at the, I'm spending the night at the shipper. And I don't eat the food in the truck. It's just, I'm, 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 a, I'm a sucker for convenience in restaurants. I'm just, I just am. Probably not the most healthy thing or the most budgeting thing, but hey, I'm a sucker for it. I'm a sucker for it. I think that, uh, I think that winds it up. I think that winds it up. Um, just wait for my last, uh, what was it, about 45 minutes left here to get out of here. I still got to go and at least scale the load. I'll probably grab some coffee, probably some iced coffee for the evening drive and hopefully traffic's good to me to get me into gary that's where i'm trying to hold my breath as they say don't hold your breath but i'm gonna hold my breath the whole time i drive and uh if i don't pass out i am a true american trucker august 14th 2019 and the home time for the weekend yeah i did uh kind of wake up i was anxious to get out of that shipper yard and get home at least try to get home you know at a reasonable hour you know so oh man uh, if if you don't remember, I basically said it was kind of a tight schedule. I had to drive all the way up into Wisconsin and then go pick up a load with only a few hours left. Mm, yeah. Well, I made it to the shipper with about 20 minutes left on the drive time. So I was like, I probably could have made it to a truck stop, but I'm like, nah. I took advantage of the customer unloading and unloading, you know, sleeper berth since that took about an hour and a half i thought well it probably wouldn't be a smart idea to try to go to the truck stop might as well just stay here at the shipper and then as soon as um the clock's up and play you know that way it gives me you know sooner i get home you know kind of like yeah be stupid to go and turn on the clock to drive the uh, short little distance to go to a truck stop to be a little bit more comfortable Oh, man, I should have put it on airplane mode. <laughs> That's my running gag. That's my running gag. <laughs> but, yeah, um, made it home about, let's see, um, I would say about 8 o'clock? No. Uh, yeah, it was about, well, I made it to Gary at about 8 o'clock, and then I went ahead and went to, uh, I didn't do anything special, didn't wash the truck, I basically just got in there, dropped the trailer, you know, hop, 
hopped out of the truck. Yeah, hopped out of the truck, just jumped on out the window, and then got and headed home and was able to have enough time to get some beer, uh, hit up the uh, the uh, store to get some steaks to barbecue and a little bit of firewood to have a nice little fire. And it was good. It was good. Although the weekend felt just a little bit too short. And the wife and I were kind of talking. I was like, you know, I know uh, my, my um, I know. Remember from when I tried to go local before. They said it had to be six months for my solo date, but that date is October twenty second. So I told her, I said, hey, October twenty second, I can uh, try to uh, shoot for that uh, that fleet again. I mean, why not? Because winter's coming, it'd be nice to be able to be home. It's starting to get to me a little bit to where, you know, I kind of need a, need a bit of a break. You know, change. I wouldn't mind changing fleets, you know, every so often to kind of break up the monotony. But I'm kind of ready because this weekend just was way too short. You know, I get, get home late Saturday night and they already slapped a pre-plan for me. As soon as that 34 was over... Right on Monday morning at 7 a.m., be bright-eyed and bushy-tailed right there at the terminal, buddy. We got a load for you. Oh, lovely. So it was just like, I can't explain it. It's really hard to just have one day, This day, basically it's just one day, you know. Two, two nights, one day, two nights. But it just was one full day. One full day. It's just like I said. I've, I've mentioned it before on this podcast. It's not enough to. Uh, it's not enough to recharge the batteries. It's just not. Um, it's almost insanity. And then, you know, it's. Can I say it's actually starting to get to me? And and, and complimenting. Uh, should I do something different? Should I just bail? Trust me, the idea is entering my mind. It's. But I said, I told her. I said, you know what. I'll put up with it for the next month, you know, about a month. And I'll shoot for the local, you know, the local uh, fleet. And if I don't get it, then, uh, well, that that makes up my mind. You know, that makes up my mind on what to do. Makes up my mind what to do. Yep. Because it would be nice to be able to come home daily. Um, that fleet you get... It's only Monday through Friday. You'll come home every day and then actually have a full weekend. I don't not sure how the evenings would be if they would still be 10-hour breaks or not, but it's it's better than uh better than nothing, right? It's just yeah, it'd be nice to see my wife, see my dog, especially now that winter's coming and the RV could freeze up or the heater could break or you know, and I'm not there. I'm just also thinking of that too something goes on I can't really do much about it if I'm miles away from home miles away from home because at least before when we were living in Fort Wayne she at least had her parents there she had a place to go here she doesn't in uh, in Portage so I'm gonna gonna we made the decision yeah gonna toughen it up for the next month try for the local fleet uh Next month, and if that's a no-go, then um, time for a change, as they say, right? Time for a change. Because either way, (laughs) I'm going to be working local, right? (laughs) 
And I even told her, I said, well, maybe at that point, maybe if we're going to have to change jobs, screw it, let's get the RV, we'll head to Arizona and find that local job there, right? I mean, it's not like we're struggling for money, so just kind of use this next month to get money to pay off the leftover balance on our land. We got money in the bank. It's enough to uh, get restarted, right? Yeah, yeah. So there's a there's my rant. There's my rant. I've been thinking about it all week, and uh, originally it was just like thinking, should we, you know, just I should just start looking for something else. And then she's like, well, what about that local? And I was like, oh yeah, yeah, I forgot all about that. That that that's that uh that length and uh wait is actually almost over. So maybe you know, kind of step up the ladder there, do something different. Because I would still like to continue the employment with the company I'm with. You know, to also to get experience, for one. Uh, take care of the contract, number two. And also, in the meantime, save up money. So that way, when we do go do the Arizona part of it, we got a lot more, you know, in the bank to play with. You see what I mean? Versus a kind of, this is a risk. It could work out. It could be an adventure. We don't know. Although that that kind of excites me too, but you know, and then you owe rail, you know, you owe money if you don't finish the contract. But yeah, it is what it is, right? It is what it is. The point is, what makes me happy in the end? What makes the wife happy in the end? What makes the family unit, everyone working together, right? That that's what's that's what's important. That's what's important. Yeah. So. We'll see you next week for another bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, cock-tickling fun episode of A Trucking Life of a Trucker. Now, if you don't mind, I'm going to go tickle my balls. This trucking life of a trucker Who's a motherfucker of your mama's bad ass Ending this trucking life of a trucker Who's a motherfucker with a big fat ass dick Glad you listened and enjoy the podcast It is just a snack and never gets old fast Thank you all for listening this week Please subscribe on your favorite podcast app Follow me on Twitter at Anthrit, Instagram at Anthrit Oni Robato, www.anthrit.com. Send an email to Anthrit at Anthware.com or leave a voicemail on anchor.fm forward slash Anthrit. Remember, from this time and every time on, keep on clicking on my butt fuck truck. This is Anthony from Anthware, signing off.